Hello, Ian. Listeners, thank you for joining us again this week. Um, so, I guess uh, let's just roll, get right into it with uh, the self-indulgence corner. Well, actually, John, I was thinking about something. Oh, okay. I was thinking... Just gonna cut me off, as yeah. per usual. Well, hold, on. Fine. hold on, I was, I, I was, I would think I was responding appropriately within the normal flow of conversation. That's that's fair. That's fair. This is the intro yeah. slash um, indulgence corner. I, what I was thinking was that, you know, I like the idea of having a self indulgence corner, mm-hmm. but I worry that if somebody comes and starts listening to our podcast, and the first like. 10 to 40 minutes are just us talking about our numbers. Like, that might not be very welcome. well. Well, I wasn't going to talk about our numbers. I was going to talk about uh, our listeners. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about communication between us and our listeners. I think we're at a point where we shouldn't really be talking about our tremendously uh, successful numbers uh, every week. You know, we should just talk about them when we hit a big milestone. Um... Because I do want to continue to talk about them when we hit big milestones. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but for now, I don't think we need to talk about it every week. But it is important that we talk about the listeners who have reached out to us. Because, I mean, we're trying to create kind of a dialogue here between our listeners. When listeners give us reviews, we want to we wanna discuss it. Especially those five-star reviews on iTunes. Uh, those are the ones we want to discuss the most. But we'll maybe discuss others as well. Uh, you know, any listener mail we've gotten... Uh, Anyone who's been tweeting at us, all of that sort of stuff. We wanna, we wanna get it out there. We wanna talk about our listeners and really create this dialogue. Well, I guess when you phrase it that way, it would almost be selfish not to have the self-indulgence corner. I agree. I agree, Ian. One hundred percent. Okay. So let's get into it then. All right. So I'm on iTunes, looking at our ratings and reviews, mm-hmm. and I still see. Zero reviews from our lazy fucking listeners. Holy uh, shit. You guys now, gotta step up your fucking game. Oh, man. So now, uh, similarly, no emails. Oh, no. <laughs> I do have good news, though, in that we do have our first Twitter follower. Oh, I know. Uh, I uh, I saw him follow you. <laughs> we, we also have uh, our first... Uh, We've been tweeted at by our by our one follower. We've been added. Um, now our our one our one follower, who I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name him. I don't want to call him out specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we want to keep it a mystery. Fo- who could it be? Is it Jonathan yeah. Stroud? Who knows? <laughs> it could be anyone. He knows. Uh, the, the important thing is, or she. Our we don't one. Know. Uh, you're don't right. You're, uh, the important thing. The important thing is that. Our one follower knows who they are. And our one follower who tweeted at us, who added at us, has uh, sent us this one tweet uh, where they wrote, Proof that ASMR is a weird sex thing. And then included <laughs> a link to a video. I have not yet watched this video, but I'm pretty sure I need to block our first and only follower. <laughs> Well, hold on, John. I think he might have a... He or she, we don't know. I think <laughs> they might have a point. Um, ASMR is likely... Although, actually, I will say... Um, the thing that we're going to talk about this week absolutely gives more evidence that it is a weird sex thing. <laughs> um, 
I wasn't going to take that particular approach to it, but All right, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. We'll, um, but so uh, I, I, I will watch this video at some point uh, so that I can discuss it in a future episode. But Offer for now, I've got to say, um, follower, you are on thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes this, this indulgence corner. <laughs> Hold on, so you're not going to give us the numbers? No, I already said we don't need to talk about our numbers every time. Well, but I thought that we would have hit a big milestone by now. It's been a while since we last recorded. I assume that we're at like, uh, what, 100,000 downloads? Uh, in that ballpark, I would say. Okay. Uh, you know, like more or less. Um, give or take a, like, almost 100,000 downloads. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so we're almost at 200,000 then. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow, incredible. Yep. Um, so, uh, let's move on to the side quests. Uh, have you done much side questing since our last recording? Um, I had a really nice nap a couple of days ago. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's sort of relaxing. It's Maybe that's ASMR. Okay. All right. Um, I, um, I have not done much side questing, um, recently. Uh, I... I did, uh, I, I was, I was on vacation recently with a couple of friends, um, sharing a relatively small room, so wasn't really a lot of space for, for side questing on that trip. Um, it was quite fun. It was quite fun. But I have done a lot of driving in the past two days. Um, and I'm someone who really dislikes driving, and also someone who lives in a portion of the United States of America which is infamous for confusing roads, lots of traffic, and bad drivers. So I'm a, a little on edge from all the driving. Well, I need to take another vacation now. <laughs> taking a vacation from your vacation. But John, yeah. it's a good thing that you sort of came to this stressed out, because I'm sure once you watched the video that we're going to be talking about this week, just all that stress melted away. Well, let's move on to the main quest, Ian. So, oh, yeah, um, I think we're going to have a little bit of a role reversal this week. Uh, well, uh, hold on, John. It might be too early to say that. Okay, so maybe not a reversal. <laughs> but, um, so this week, we watched Delightful ASMR Chiropractic Adjustment Compilation by Chiropore. Uh, we were also supposed to watch another video uh, by Kairopor, which I shared with Ian and told him to watch, but I didn't really watch it at all myself. Uh, so that is one way in which um, I'm really stepping into your shoes here, Ian. Incredible. Now, <laughs> one of the reasons why I said it might not be a total role reversal, John, is I also did not watch that video. Okay, <laughs> excellent. So it's so more like watch... a role degeneracy. Um, now, uh, it should be noted, the video that we did both watch is 10 minutes and 29 seconds long. The video that apparently neither of us watched is, um, 53 minutes and 21 seconds long. Now I want to talk Uh, a little bit about that, so I didn't watch any of that video. But the video that we did watch, the 10 minute one, all of the adjustments were edited such that any individual clip of the video probably lasted around... 
10 to 15 seconds. Mm. And so those 10 minutes, uh, there were a lot of adjustments happening in that time. And I can't imagine watching 50 minutes of that. I mean, I think at that point, I would be a registered chiropractor. <laughs> um, so I guess we should start by talking about the format of the video. Um, so, uh, yeah, as Ian said, it's um, just a bunch of clips. It is, yeah, a compilation, as the name suggests. Um, it seems that, from what I can tell, Chirocore, the you, the uh, channel that produced this video, does not seem to produce any original content. It seems to basically just be a channel which finds uh, chiropractic adjustment videos from other places on YouTube um, and then chops them up and creates these compilations. Um, it does it does credit uh, where they come from. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's, it, it seems to be primarily compilation stuff. Um, the, uh, there's some weird editing at times, which I, I guess the editing is, was pretty delightful, actually. <laughs> I found it funny, but not, like, conducive to ASMR? Oh, certainly not, no. I, mean, I didn't <laughs> yeah, think anything about this video was conducive to ASMR. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I think, like, a delightful chiropractic adjustment compilation may have been a more accurate name than delightful ASMR chiropractic adjustment compilation. Um, yeah. Although, I wonder, people who get off on the chiropractic adjustments, <laughs> like, does it need to be a sort of God long... What, hold on? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> God damn it. I was saying, people who enjoy these chiropractic ASMR experiences... <laughs> you don't have to say, get off. You can say, people... Like, like trigger is, I think, the, the most commonly accepted term I've heard. Oh, but I don't think but... that captures the implications. <laughs> There's no implications! <laughs> Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So nothing to imply. But at any rate, at any rate, the people who would enjoy this ASMR experience, you know, Mm -hmm. one way or the other. Yes. I I feel like they'd need more time. Like the, the sort of nature of just like one adjustment, then another, then another, then another, then another. I, I don't see that it could be relaxing. It just seems like there's too much going on. Okay, yeah, no, I, I I do see what you're saying there. That that does make sense. Um, yeah, I can't really speak to everyone else's um, uh, experiences with ASMR, but yeah, for me personally, from most of what I've heard and seen, it does seem like it's sort of something you need to be like lulled into. I guess you need to kind of be focused on one thing. It's not. It can't just be this rapid change from one clip to another. Yeah. So it's a very fast-paced video. There's a lot of adjustments going on. But the cast isn't that large, actually. Yeah, it, you do see a lot of the same chiropractors. Um, the patients change up quite a bit, but the chiropractors, you see quite a few of the same people. Um, or, alternatively, I am developing a hypothesis that all chiropractors might look the same. Because <laughs> like, I, mean, I think the individual chiropractors look pretty distinct. It's just that you see them repeatedly. Well, I don't know. I mean, it seemed like all the chiropractors we saw 
were white middle-aged men. I guess some of them were a bit older. And they just all had, like, hands that could crush a baby. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, like, to be fair. Like their hands just, they were, they were so thick and strong. I mean, they, they do definitely all have very strong hands. I think the job demands it. Like, it's basically a job about, like, just moving people's bodies in a way that they aren't really supposed to, or maybe that they are supposed to but aren't. But I mean, there's a lot of bear hugging. There's like a lot of bear hugging. You're a lot like of hugging, bear hugging a lot of your patients. Contact. Yeah, you're just like bear hugging your patients and just like fucking them up all day. Yeah, I actually wrote uh, down one of my notes was um, chiropractors just crunching people up. Yeah, that seems to be what it is. They really, I, they're just like, they, you just grab them and you just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, obviously neither of us really know anything about chiropractic. Well, at, at this point I think um, I do know something about <laughs> I think I, I might be an expert. But there, yeah, there's just a lot of, like, squeezing and pushing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, like, hugging. It kind of looks fun, I guess. Um... It was it was certainly an interesting video to watch in that like I don't know anything about it and so it was kind of cool to see all the different stuff they were doing. Um, a lot of neck breaking. Um, well, hold on, John. <laughs> <laughs> when you said like, neck breaking, there, um, that might give the wrong impression of what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> well, so if you've ever seen an action movie where the the hero sneaks up on the unsuspecting, like, shitty guardsman and, like, grabs their head in their hands and then just kind of twists it real quick and breaks their neck and kills them. That's what chiropractors do a lot. Except without the sneaking. Yeah, they sort of barrel up. Because I I think... I don't think a chiropractor can sneak. I think their hands are too big. (laughs) But they do definitely just, like, hold their patient's head in their hands, kind of, like... Tilt it into just the right position, and then just bam, just like twist it real quick and like crack it. Yeah. Um, I mean, supposedly, I, presumably, it has a, a function and a, a purpose, but it 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 doesn't it doesn't look fun. It's uh, kind of horrifying to watch, I guess. Well, so actually, um, I was looking throughout this video, and I feel like I saw a couple of patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed like there weren't all that many distinct adjustments that were being shown. Um, yeah, it did seem to show a lot of the same adjustments in this video. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of wanted to talk about them and, you know, okay. just see what you thought about them. Now, I, I don't know what the proper names for these adjustments are, so I sort of gave them my own names. Okay. Um, there's the neck breaker. Okay, the one we were just talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The person presser. Is that the one where they are lying on their front? Mm-hmm. And the, the okay. man is going through and just, just I mean, really crunching them up at that point. Just making yeah. noises like they're not a person, but just a pile of plastic bags and just squishing them down real thin. All right. Um, should we maybe just sort of elaborate on each one as we go through it? Okay, yeah, um, that, that sounds yeah. good. So, do you so there's go the, back neck to the neck breaker, breaker, which is the one that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um the, you just kind of hold their head, they have to relax their muscles, uh, and then you turn it into just the perfect angle, and then you 
crunch it real quick. Yeah, really like the yeah. action hero thing, except with the action hero, I feel like they're often um, sort of twisting the head horizontally, whereas this is a, more of a vertical yeah, this is twist. slightly more of a. Like if you're gonna crack your neck in real life. Yeah, I, I guess the the other uh, distinction is that the action movie thing is to kill the person, whereas this one, I guess, is to help them. Well, it's tough to say. Um, the person presser. You have the individual lying face down on, mm-hmm. you know, just any sort of, it's, it's like a medical examination table. I guess chiropractors probably have special tables for this, but. Yeah. It's probably like a PT table or something. And you just go through, and it really looks like they're just pressing down with their hands on the back of the person. Yeah, it's like it's on either of, side of the spine, and just like making, making a lot of weird crinkly noises. <laughs> it really, it <laughs> sounded to me like, the noise you would make if you were, you know, just like taking a plastic bag and just <laughs> there, there's a. Um... Also, I want to point out to our listeners, I did that solely with my mouth, with my excellent sort of Foley skills. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm a talented man. Um, yeah, but yeah, it seems like it essentially is just like cracking your spine, I guess. Um, there was one uh, one chiropractor who really liked to make the joke, crack addicts gonna love you. I, he was I made a stuff. note about that, John. Because <laughs> he said it, I think, three times throughout the- It's like, you can't keep making that joke. You Crack addicts is gonna... So they don't know. Crack addicts is gonna love you, is what he said. And he said it, it every I, time in the same tone. Yeah. And... I feel I like it's just a betrayal. Like, imagine if you were getting, <laughs> imagine if you were getting crunched up by this man, and he said that joke to you. And you're like, oh, well, that's a funny thing that he sort of came up with, you know, off the cuff. But then you see, no, that's just a that's just a canned line that he spews out to everyone. I thought it was I disgusting. Like... <laughs> I, I assume a lot of doctors have those though, because like, I mean, every trip to the doctor may be kind of unique for the patient, but. Pretty much everything you go to see a doctor about, like regardless of what type of doctor it is, whether they're the specialist or not, it's gonna be pretty routine for them. So they probably just got like their canned banter that they've got worked out. Well, what? But why would they have canned? Like, what's the point of a canned joke? Like, that's not well, the point of a joke. You is as a patient of... don't know it. Well, yeah, but it's. It makes I mean, it's not like they're stand-up like... artists, right? Like, their job isn't to make you laugh. <laughs> their job is to get a connection with you. And how are you going to get a connection if you're just resorting to these canned fucking bits? <laughs> it's lazy. <laughs> I don't know. I think you've got to do it. I think it's a necessity. No, no. I think you got to, you know what? Because if I'm going to the doctor, like, you know, if I'm going to see a stand-up artist and they're just fucking improvising the whole set, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be a little annoyed. I want them to put time and care into crafting their routine. But you don't go to a doctor to see, like, quality comedy. If my doctor is cracking mediocre jokes, that's okay. That's not why I'm going there. What's not okay is if my doctor is just putting on some sort of porcelain mask, just disguising their identity, and trying to make me think that I'm having some sort of experience with them. When in reality, you know, they're just fucking zoned out. Who knows what this guy is thinking about while he's crunching me up? He's not there. <laughs> He's probably in fucking fucking island time or something. <laughs> but, I but will yeah. not have that. 
he did have a great accent, though. He I did have a good accent. It. Yeah, I thought that was but, pretty charming. Yeah, I think the joke worked much better with his accent than it does with ours. Mm. Well, we don't have an accent, uh, John. We speak proper. Oh, <laughs> of course. I forgot. Uh, yeah, that's how accents work. No so one has an accent. Uh, from everyone else has an accent. Mm-hmm. So but that's the us. person presser. Yeah. And then we okay. move on to one of the more dramatic adjustments. Um, this was the hangman. The... Now this was the twist em up. Oh, okay, okay. So which one do you think the twist em up was? Well, the twist em up is the one where the patient is lying on their back. They've got their arms crossed on their chest, kind of hugging themselves a little bit, and then they have one leg kind of like bent and going over the other, uh, like uh, like twisted over the other, sort of. Their spine's a little twisted. And then the chiropractor just, like, fucking gets in there, just, like, basically chest to chest, just laying on the person with, like, a knee, it, like, on the person's leg, and just just twists them, just presses down. Now, John, I never took an anatomy and physiology class, but you did. And I got a question. Yeah. Do you think you could do the twist them up like, a full 360? Because <laughs> uh, like when you, you look when you look at a a skeleton, mm-hmm. you know the 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 individual vertebrae in the spine, they're not really they're they're just sort of dangling apart from each other, right? Yeah, they're like they can move on their own. They're to- they're like completely disconnected. And so if I did like a full three sixty <laughs> move. Like, maybe maybe you'll get, like, that some stomachs tangled up or some intestines flopping around or something. But, like, if you give them a little jiggle afterwards, they're fine, right? Oh, absolutely. So, okay. So to answer your original question, though, I could not do a full 360 twist them up. But a highly trained and competent <laughs> chiropractor certainly could. So, yeah, so that's the twist them up and then the final um distinct maneuver that i noted and there might have been others you should you should let me know if you thought you saw other ones was the um pull the head off <laughs> or the hangman as i referred to it okay the hangman yeah uh but yeah i think i think yours is more accurate <laughs> just in the pull the head off um sort of describe it imagine that you were a man with just sort of hams for hands. <laughs> and you wanted to pull an individual's head off. <laughs> this is sort of the way that you would go about doing it. You position a person lying on their back, and you take a towel, and you wrap it under their chin. Well, importantly, you also have, like, poles. Uh, like Yes, you have poles hips. positioned um, at their shoulders, or you have some sort of Obstruction. No, I think it's uh, not at their shoulders. I think it's at their at their, their hips. hips. Okay. Yeah. Or at their yeah at their hips to sort of keep their hips in place. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you have this person lying on their back and also stabilized in such a way that they can't really be pulled headward. <laughs> so you wrap this towel around their jaw, and then you just pull. You just pull as seemingly <laughs> as hard as you can. Quick yank. And maybe the head pops off, maybe it doesn't. Depends, I think, on the clip that we were looking at. <laughs> oh, that which reminds me. 
I noticed a lot of moaning in this video. A lot, a lot of, of it from the patients, but a surprising amount from the chiropractors as well. Do you think those were real moans, or do you think those were just phony moans that they had to sort of, you know, just try to trick the patient? I think a lot of them were probably phony moans, I'm going to oh, be honest. Terrible. Phony moaning. There's nothing worse. If you take one thing from this episode, listeners, and I'd like to think that all of our episodes have a distinct sort of lesson, a distinct moral core. There's nothing worse than phony moaning. <laughs> um, so, I, I do want to get to one of my issues with, not so much this video specifically, but just kind of like Chirocore, this this channel as a whole. Um, mm -hmm. I'm burning bridges now, Ian. You're burning bridges. I, I got okay. I got a bridge to burn. So the th the issue I took is that I very much feel like the titles and uh, thumbnails are are chosen just to get clicks. Like I don't think it's supposed to really be an indication of the content, the high quality content I'm about to receive. It's really just there to make me click on the video. Hmm. And I mean, I, I understand that that is becoming sort of a rampant issue across the YouTube and internet as a whole. Across YouTube and the internet as a whole. Uh, and, and, you know, th there's like reasons for it and why, there's reasons why you would do that as a content producer. Cause, you know, you, you, you need, you need clicks. But, at the same time, it just, it just bothers me. Mm. It's, it's so obvious. It's so apparent. Well, hold on. So, so I'm going, I'm going to the Kyracore, um, YouTube channel right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm seeing, so let's see if this is in fact something that I would call clickbait. Your orgasm well, preferences will determine how many kids you have. Wait, what? Seriously? 21 things all feminists have definitely done. Wait, this is not Kyrocore. <laughs> Here are all your favorite Disney princesses ranked from <laughs> least to most feminist. The definitive ranking, John. Oh, I'm watching that video. Um, so, so, the ways in which Kyrocore actually is clickbaity. Um, so the video that we, that we watched, um, the, uh, the thumbnail for the video, um was um a a woman receiving chiropractic adjustments uh but the woman uh like the particular the, the the patient in this case um was a uh seemingly uh or was a was a very attractive uh young woman wearing pretty tight clothing um and actually in a pinned comment uh in this uh youtube channel um, the woman in the thumbnail, uh, is informing, uh, all of us that she is the woman in the thumbnail, which, I mean, good for her for, like, finding this and getting credit for it. Um, but so I, I did, like, click through to her YouTube channel and then onto her Instagram. Um, and she is, uh, a, apparently a professional model. Um, so that kind of gives you a, a good sense of, uh, I guess her appearance and uh, why she would be chosen for the thumbnail for this video. 
Yeah, um, I was going to say, there were, like, a couple of people. So, a lot of these adjustments were done on people who what I who I would say are believable. Um, they were just, you know, sort of average um, Joes and Joels dressed in sort of workaday <laughs> clothing. Like, you know, you would do if you were going to get crushed by a man. <laughs> but every now and again, you had an individual who I'm pretty sure the chiropractor called up special, like, hey, I'm going to be filming some adjustments, and I want people to see me adjusting your hot bod. <laughs> and Erica Maginus. McGinnis? McGinnis, probably? Mag- yeah, McGinnis, but it, it seems more Irish than the name spelling indicates. Mm, anyway. I don't know. However you pronounce her last name. Erica, I think, is one of those people who was just brought in special by the chiropractor to, for, like, a sexy adjustment day. <laughs> I don't know if she was necessarily brought in special by the chiropractor or not, but she certainly was chosen specifically by ChiroCore to be in the thumbnail because she is a professional model who apparently used to, like, model for Ford for many years. But uh, also, you got to figure, like, if you were going to go and just get all crunched up, would you wear, like, the clothing that she was wearing? I mean, she was wearing clothes as if she was, like, going to the gym or something, which... She was wearing clothes like she was gonna go record a video of her going to the gym, John. (laughs) I don't know if you, if those clothes could actually be worked out, because I think she was sort of already busting out. (laughs) I don't know. It was, it was pretty sexual, and I'm gonna be honest, I did enjoy it. I don't think it was that sexual. Well, hold on, John. You're telling but me... But it was definitely, like, chosen just to, like, have an attractive woman in the thumbnail. And there are, several, like, numerous other videos by Kyrocore where, like, it, it's pretty much the same thing. Including, including one video that is in the sidebar here. The, the title for this video, Dr. Ian... Extremely flexible girl receives Gonstead adjustment. So I was emphasizing the parts that were in all caps. So there's a lot of words in all caps there. But again, extremely flexible girl receives Gonstead adjustment. Like, am I on YouTube right now, Ian? Or am I on Pornhub? Because I well, feel John, like... <laughs> hold on. I don't know what the Gonstead adjustment is. Could you please use the designated Fox chiropractic vocabulary? I also have no idea what the Gonset adjustment is. Well, now we're going to need to but, figure this one still, out, John. Extremely flexible girl receives something. It, just, it feels like it's a porn title. Well, hold on, John. This is going to be a, a primo um, edit this part out, because I'm going to figure out what the Gonset adjustment is. Okay. Okay. What? So I just I just feel that these videos are very clickbaity, and it frustrates me. Well, John, it appears that the Gonset adjustment is, um, the neck breaker. Oh, okay. Or something similar. It might be a little more complicated than that. This is a four-minute video, and I can't be bothered. That's fair. <laughs> Although now that I now that I look at the suggested videos from this, I am seeing everyone's favorite Ford model again. Oh wow, she's she I gets so. around. I actually like, I don't know. Good is for her. her. Like, oh, I think it is. Oh, nice. I mean that 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 tank top 
is one that I would recognize. <laughs> also, I will um, say, Erica on her on her YouTube channel, one of her is most she's popular... really into cigars. Uh, is that what you were going to talk about or not? No, I was going to talk about her most popular upload, How to Become a Model, How I Got Signed to Ford. Now, I feel like there are a lot of things that you can learn how to do. I'm a big fan of the idea that, you know, you can sort of make yourself, right? Like, you can improve yourself. Mm -hmm. If if you want to, you know, strive for some goal, you can take steps to achieve it. Becoming a model might be something that you can't learn from a YouTube video. (laughs) I think that one, it's sort of about how attractive are you? (laughs) And if the answer is ridiculously so, okay. <laughs> then, like, call someone or something. I don't... I guess I actually don't know how ridiculously attractive people make the transition to becoming models. <laughs> but I don't think that, say, someone such as myself could just, by following the steps in a YouTube video, become a Ford model. Mm. Although, maybe you... I'm limiting myself right now. Maybe I should watch this video and find out. Yeah, I mean, once we're done recording, you can do that and then report back. Also, um, yeah, you can see, if I become a famous Ford model, you guys will all know that, um, you know, I was mistaken. <laughs> and I'm man enough to admit it. But I'm not man uh, enough that I couldn't be a Ford model. <laughs> oh, there's a part two, how to pose. Huh. I could learn how to pose, Wait. that'd be good. I don't, I don't see that. It's oh, well, on the yeah, uh, how to become a model, how I got signed to Ford Models. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then in the in the description, check out my part two modeling video, how to pose. Nice. Um. So yeah, you could learn a lot from Erica McGinnis. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. Do you have anything else you want to say about model videos? Is there anything else you have that you want to say about this video? I I don't know. I feel like I've I've complained. I've burned my bridges. Well, Uh, so I've got a couple of questions for you. Adjustments seem kind of interesting. Kind of want to know more about them, but they don't seem to trigger ASMR for me. Sorry. What are your questions? So I think it's time for for the Terry Gross corner, or the the disgusting Gross Pit. Terry, um, Terrence. I mean, or there's also like the. I mean, you could go more for like the sort of like some kind of trial we face on our quest, sort of similar to like. uh, So like we're battling gross. Well, no, no, more of like a like fighting Terry gross, like a dragon or a sphinx, and you have to answer its riddle, or you have to answer the riddle of the weird man at the bridge when you're trying to find the Holy Grail. Oh, Uh, you think like. You think Terry Gross would be a good Sphinx? <laughs> I don't know. Except I guess the problem is instead of asking riddles, she'd just ask sort of deep questions. Yeah, I don't know that much about Terry Gross. I'm going to be honest. Oh, you should. She's good. She's very good. Okay. I'm not going to burn my bridge with Terry Gross because I'd like it if Terry Gross came on our podcast. <laughs> That's You know what? Okay, John. Because uh, I think we've been talking about getting guests for a while. But I, I don't think that we've ever sort of done anything concrete. So I'm going to say well, right here, I'm going to put out the call. Terry Gross, um, 
you know, send us an email and we'd love to have you on the program. <laughs> uh, I think she's she's my dream get for this ASMR quest. All right. Cool. Uh, what, what are your questions, though? Well, so the first question I have for you is: you would you would said going into this that you you thought that these all these chiropractic adjustments were a little concerning and you didn't much appreciate them. If you had to have one of these adjustments done to you, which one would it be? Well, so I like as concerning as they are to look at, like. Presumably, they, they, they are actually good for you. And, like, I I would be willing to have a professional chiropractor do basically any of them to me. Um, and I am kind of curious to learn more about it. Uh, but if I was to, like, choose the one that I'd be, like, the most excited to have or something, um, I don't know. The I guess maybe the, 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 the twister or what, what did we call the it? The twist em up? The twist em up, yeah, I think the twist em up looks pretty fun. Okay, that's good. That's the one that I would go for too. The person presser also looks pretty fun. The neck ones look less fun to me. Yeah, the the, the neck ones do look a little concerning. <laughs> Here's another question for you, John. Yeah. How many people do you think a chiropractor kills each year? <laughs> Wait, well, so, I, I guess, I, should, I, I want to clarify. Um, how many people do I think are killed by chiropractors each year, or how many people do I think your average chiropractor kills per year? Definitely the second one. <laughs> um, I don't know, I'd, I'd say, like, like two. Like, you two. know, obviously, <laughs> like, there's going to be some who kill more and some who kill less, but I'd, I'd say probably averages out to about two. How How... How big do you think those tails are? Like, what's the spread we're looking at here? I don't know. I mean, I think it really depends how much the chiropractor likes to rip people's heads off. Mm, you think that like, you think the um, pull the head off adjustment is the big one that leads to death? I think so. I think so. Okay. And so I think if a chiropractor really is a big fan of that one, then they're gonna just like be pushing those numbers way up. But if you're a chiropractor who prefers like the twist them up or the person presser like i don't know you're you're probably not really killing anybody yeah i bet no one's ever died from the person presser unless they went yeah. to like the strongest chiropractor yeah and they were like a little babby or something yeah god you probably shouldn't bring babies to chiropractors should you yeah well there are there were definitely some children in uh these clips the children seem to enjoy it a lot less than the adults. Like, the kids who are in this video all seem to be complaining the whole time. Like, ah, oh, oh, that hurts. Oh, God. Whereas most of the adults are like, oh, oh yeah, well, it feels good. Ooh, oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah, I would say six. That's my guess. Six. Oh, six per year is how many people they kill? Yeah, I think each chiropractor kills six people per year. Okay. (laughs) The real question, though, is how many get reported to the authorities, and I think the answer is zero. Oh, wow. Because I just looked it up a little bit, and I could not find much in the way of published statistics on how many people each chiropractor kills (laughs) per year. And so I think this is some sort of cover-up situation. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, that being said, actually, I might want to backtrack a little bit on my burning bridges with all chiropractors. 
<laughs> I am concerned that one will come and just sort of twist me up. Just rip your head off. Yeah, I or think that might off. be the situation. Because, I mean, I can lock my door. Sneak up and do a little neck breaker. But they're just going to fucking rip the handle off with their big hands. So I don't think I'm safe. <laughs> um, well, I think that's it for our main quest today. I think it's time for a little inventory management. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, um, let's just take a look back and uh, at the bridges we've burned today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we've really burned any bridges. I well, think... <laughs> I don't know. I think we might have burned bridges with all chiropractors. Yep. I, yeah, I think all chiropractors. Possibly um, Erica McGinnis? I don't know. I feel like I was saying positive things about her for the most part. Like, she's I really have no problems attractive. with her. Gotta say, I can I can definitely see why she's a model. Very attractive woman. Yeah, no, I, I don't Great really have any issues with her. I just have issues with Kyrocore using her for clicks. Hmm. Um, Kyrocore, we we burn bridges there. Is uh, Kyrocore even like a person though? Like, can you burn bridges with? Just I, don't, a YouTube I, I channel? assume it's like I assume it's like a person who manages that channel, but I don't know. So, whatever people are, whatever. Or whoever Kyrocore is, I think we burned that bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, burned some bridges with our one Twitter follower. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it's been a pretty productive episode. It's been a very productive episode. Also, uh, we can't forget way back to the beginning of this episode, we did sort of burn some bridges with all of the people who listen to us. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, listeners, thanks for tuning in for our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess that actually brings up a good question. So we've been yeah. framing this whole ASMR thing sort of as a quest, right? Yeah. And as any individual who plays video games knows, you know, every quest ends with a final boss. Okay. So I don't, I don't expect an answer to this right now, but I think it's worth sort of thinking about what is the final boss of ASMR? Hmm. Maybe that's a little something for the listeners to consider. So if you're uh, listening maybe. to this podcast, they can still, write in. Yeah, and write let in. Us know maybe. what they think. Leave us a five star review. You know, I'm sure you guys are all fucking busy watching these ASMR videos, jacking off all the time. But <laughs> no. I want you to just take your hands off of your genitals for a couple of minutes. Open up a new tab. Go to www.itunes.com. And actually, I'm not sure if you can... I'm not sure how you go about rating a podcast. How do you do it, John? You just go on iTunes and you rate it. Well, but like... So I'm on iTunes.com. But like, I don't see any 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 buttons well, to you, rate podcasts. <laughs> you have to find our podcast and then you rate it. It's like the same as basically anything else where you can rate stuff. Okay, so I'm going to actually see how tough it is to... Um, so I'm on <laughs> iTunes.com. I just searched ASMR okay, so, underscore quest. Zero uh, results listeners, found. Thanks for tuning in this week. No, uh, John, we need to leave them because us- clearly they're not competent enough to figure it out themselves. <laughs> we got to fucking hold their hand. <laughs> Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. 
Oh, wait, or, yeah. Or actually, the podcast name is not ASMR underscore quest. That might have been my problem. Yeah, no, our podcast is just ASMR quest. Uh, or send us an email. That was at not my ASMR problem. ASMRquesting at gmail.com. <laughs> we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a, have a magical great... night. Have, yeah, a have a great beautiful night. night. You beautiful or morning. Night. I guess we always record at night, but. So well, actually, I want I want to do a little something special for them because we've been burning a lot of bridges. This episode. There's a lot of heat okay, going yeah. around. Yeah, we should. I just want to make some kissing noises. So I want you to make thirty seconds of kissing noises into your microphone. <laughs> Starting <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> John, I'm not hearing any kisses. <laughs> John, you gotta put some passion into it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm ending it, Ian. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. Good night, listeners. Goodbye. I love you. <laughs> I love you, listeners.